Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. Hello and welcome. It's a two degrees Celsius morning here in, in Bristol. Is it? The sun is low on the horizon. So low, in fact, that it's like streaming in through my lounge windows. Unusually so. A, a weird angle. It's making everything look slightly weird. Mm. I feel like winter is, is here. I haven't seen the sun in a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Crikey. It's you... just vanished here in Twickenham. It's been grey and boring but I see blue sky today. Mm, yeah, oh, but there's the clouds. It's, it's, you, you know uh, when the clouds look like they've been painted on and it's really a bad job? Yeah. Like it's a really low-res bitmap. That is the clouds in the sky at the moment. They do not look real, which feeds into the flat earth conspiracy is. Yeah, really. I mean, that, what I think- Yo, fake those clouds look, bro. I can't believe you're buying great, it. Great segue research. into an important research. topic that I feel like we need to- to talk about like, we've never covered flat earth have we we have oh we, we have almost i'm sure we have. we have in very casually throwaway insulting ways no I, I i said that i i was really into it i'm pretty sure this is going back i was really into following it and laughing at it and all the rest of it and then i realized a few things first of all that a lot of the people who are real old school flat earthers are just deeply religious and they believed that bit in the Bible that says that God made the earth and placed it upon the pillars of, of the earth or creation or something. So they thought, yeah. oh, there must be literal pillars. I because think that of was course, a World of Warcraft storyline as well at one point. Well, there you go. But I mean, mm. because if you take it literally, oh, that means man. there there is no room for metaphor in anything that's said in the Bible at any point. So if it says pillars... Well, then there must be literal physical pillars holding up something, and it couldn't right. be a board. We'd see the pillars, so it must be flat. Like that's so. The, I, there's there's really no fun arguing with people. You like can that. still have pillars holding up a round thing, right? But what if you're near the pillars on the round thing? You'd be able to see them if you went onto whatever part of the earth the pillars are in contact with. You'd be able to see a fucking great pillar extending into infinity. Holding up the well, earth, wouldn't you? No, but it's underneath the earth, P-Flex. You wouldn't see it. <clears throat> right. Is yeah. the earth round, Lewis? Is it a ball? It would have to be like bicycle spokes, these yes. pillars, if no, it no, was listen. round. If, if the earth isn't flat and the pillars aren't beneath it, we would be able to see the pillars. If the earth was a ball and the ball was resting on four pillars, when you're on the part of the ball near the pillars, you will be able to see these gigantic fucking cosmic pillars. That's the point is that it, the pillars don't allow for it to be a sphere, or you'd be able to you'd just ask, well, where are these pillars you're talking about? I don't understand. The, you can have pillars in a sphere, you just have to have them um, on little plinths. <laughs> you'd like have a, to have some on, little... Like a tetragonal, like a, like a 3D... It would be like one of those 3D shapes, like with little layers on it. It wouldn't be perfectly spherical inside. No, no, no. You're talking right. about you're talking are you talking about the pillars being inside the sphere? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously That's what that's my no, my listen, mind's eye is picturing. He's talking pillars about resting inside it. on the pillars. 
Like right. imagine if you had some pillars and you had a ball and you whacked the ball on top of the pillars like it was in a shit museum. The museum. How many of pillars balls. are we talking about? Just one pillar I don't know. with don't like a, a little cushion on it, and More then than one. the flat You'd earth is resting the on the cushion. If you were on the bottom of the earth, though, P flag. What do you mean? They're on. <laughs> 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 we've done it we've done it we did it it's only taken how long four minutes <laughs> we did it we we said something completely insane um <laughs> so that anyway oh he's here he's here that's part of it the other part of it is people that are just kind of sad and lonely and like being part of something and then you get the nutters who actually think it's true so yeah you never know which <sighs> branch of uh flat earthian you're talking to or arguing with so what's the point yeah i guess they have their own factions of nutcases within nutcases. Also, yeah also you've seen the video of the guys doing the experiment that proves that we're not on a flat earth and going we need to think about this again and getting the gyroscope and doing the gyroscope experiment it also proves them wrong and they're like something's clearly wrong here with yeah. the gyroscope we must, have, we must have done it wrong yeah so it's there's like, no point it's it's, it's not funny when they're committed and there's no winning them over it would be like trying to talk someone out of throwing themselves off a cliff and everything you tell them they're just like no i'm gonna do this after a while you just want to look away because you've tried everything and they're just not listening and they're gonna chuck themselves off yeah you just have to wait for for those people to all just chuck themselves off you know <laughs> i don't think there's any help in them you but know? yeah, so that was the flat earth. Well, they might find something down there. No, Who knows? Yeah, just, just like out. a bunch of old pop cans and like some empty, <laughs> empty chip bags and stuff. Just like <laughs> yeah. the breeze took it down if there. If the earth was like flat, flat mm. we w it would solve quite a lot of problems in terms of like garbage disposal. We could just, like Sip says, we could just push it all off. Just push it all off. To all right, I've got sub, a few questions sub about that. Yeah. It, first of all, it implies that we must be moving because otherwise right. you'd throw it off and it would just sit there you just have a pile of garbage around the flat earth so where, yeah. if you're throwing something off the edge of the earth what's causing it to fall oh oh it'd be the gravity of the sub earth because there'd have to be another earth underneath it to so hold you're it saying up. that we need a second earth but yeah. who's living on that just garbage it's called so garbage that's, that's literally just a garbage pile yeah but that garbage pile has to have greater gravity than our well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'll be it'll be bigger. So, right, it'll so what's have stopping us from falling gravity. towards that, or, are, or is that what the pillars are resting on? Yeah, that's what the pillars are resting on. Okay, yeah. so the, I mean, the water all flows off the edge anyway, right? So we could just let no, it, it go does with not, flow. Lulu. Just, no, it just, does just, not. Just it's overflow, right? It's no, like the, it's like the no, hole in your sink. There is a giant ice wall, lads. Remember, that's what they think. There's a giant wall of ice like a mile high, preventing the water from going over the edge. No, no, oh. no, the, no, 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 no. The water all flows off the edge and then it sort of turns into steam and it floats back into clouds and they come back around and rain on it again. That's no, how that's it gets not, recycled. No, that's not how and they all think. The, all the garbage doesn't get turned into steam. It just floats off into space. Sir, they believe there's an it ice It floats wall. off the larger flat I'm earth sorry below to disappoint you. into space. God actually created extra garbage already floating in space so the earth would know what to do yeah that extra garbage is called mars <laughs> am i right <laughs> fuck you mars jeez sorry i didn't mean to get mars mars didn't wake up this morning expecting to get owned like that i'm sure yeah, i know jeez. <laughs> get fucked mars god uh, it's convenient though when we look at mars how it's got it's sort of flat bit f facing towards us. That's quite handy, isn't it? What do and the you moon mean is well. flat bit. Well, the, the moon is 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 ro like rotationally locked to us, and I think that had a major impact on early man 
Because you think that must just be like a disc because we've never seen the other side of it. But Mars rotates. I've been um, I've I've been I've been watching a lot of uh, videos like SpaceX launches, NASA. Uh, launches and they're and fun stuff to recently. watch huh they're really cool yeah but like, when the when the fucking rocket comes back and lands oh that's I know. mine that's nuts yeah me too i, I think that's crazy i i think it's so cool but it's um, so nuts. i love this i love this day and age where like every day we're launching something to space it feels like there's 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 a spacex launch almost every day it feels like it feels now. like it they've got all these these missions that they're running like starlink you know like they go they launch like 60 satellites at once and stuff right i just think that's like really neat also but, like um, other space agencies are launching shit china launched something to go bring rocks back from the moon that's but right no yeah. people just a robot no no but in 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 two years time um nasa are sending more people to the moon um and there's this huge program it's like this I, I think SpaceX are involved, and I think even um, Jeff Bezos's space agency is involved in some ways. There's like, there's all this involvement by all these like contractors in America and stuff. And basically, yep. so basically, they're planning on sending people to the moon, but like they want to build a base. They right? want to, yeah, they want to build like a little science base on on the moon. And it's the way to facilitate center. this is they're going to build another space station that orbits the moon as like a staging point. So like. When the astronauts blast off from Earth, they go and then they rendezvous with this new space station that's going to be orbiting around the moon. Uh, they get off, you know, they go to the toilet and stuff. It takes like three days to get there. Um, you know, they brush themselves <laughs> off a bit, tighten the bolts a little bit. It's not bit. like a fucking and garage. Then, it's not like a fucking garage. Yeah, yeah no, it's like a little hotel like in space. And it's then, like, oh yeah, we get off, we have a fucking KFC. Yeah. And, uh, but it's got, it's got the lunar lander attached to the space station. So they're not going to be bringing the lunar lander with them every time. It's going to stay on the space station. Hmm. So when they dock with it, um, they can take this lunar lander, go down to the moon, do their science and stuff. Lift back off, rendezvous with that with the moon space station, and then get back into their capsule or whatever it is, and then you know get back to Earth or whatever. Yeah, they uh, can, but then they in the future, the arcade and play like Space yeah. Invaders and like Costa Lander. Coffee. Yeah, there'll be a Costa shit, and like Starbucks and stuff. Do. Just to get it out of their system. They can crash a few spaceships in games and then, you know, like, because all the truckers get off and play fucking racing games, don't they? These is it Ad Astra? Ad Astra is that film with, I think, Brad Pitt going into space and never moving his face and showing no expression. It was I think okay. It is, yeah. But I they go to the space station and there is all fucking branded shit there. And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I don't think the space I, station is going to be it. a bit like the, uh, the, the ISS, right? Where it's just going to be like lots of little hallways that you float through with, you know, like tinfoil everywhere and stuff. I don't think there's going to be any shops or anything like that. No. But they're going to use this to stage missions in the future to go to Mars as well, which is kind of exciting. I don't know. I just feel like it's such a such a cool time to uh, to be alive, you know? Oh, God. I got is a that phone your call. Alarm. You got, you got a, no, no, you it's got a phone of... call. Here, let me just take this quick. I'll be two seconds, okay? It's, uh, it's, it's Elon. Oh. Good day, Sips. <laughs> Listen, stop talking shit about uh, the Musk station, okay? <laughs> I don't think we put the Starbucks up there. That's our business, not yours. I don't think he's got that harsher, a, a Saffir accent. Not anymore. Probably not, no. We've got to go to bloody Mars. Wow. Can you imagine the competition? Jeff Bezos versus Musk going to Mars. I mean, For, God. Yeah. Versus what, Gates, what who's now dropped to third. He was the second richest man in the world. Now he's third behind oh, wow. Uh, Musk. Wow. But here's the thing, right? Explain this to me, Lewis. Whenever I, I watch think, Dragon's I Den... Whenever I watch Dragon's Den, what do they say? They say, 
We'd like uh, £5 million for 2% of our business. And uh, yeah, Dragon's over to you. And they're like, all right, how much turnover have you had in the last year? We've had £12,000 turnover, showing a net loss of a million pounds. And they're like, okay, so how do you value your company at, let me think, what was that, 2% for £5 million? Pounds, that'd be, uh, two, four, seven, 25, uh, £250 million. Pounds. Uh, oh well, uh, we're, we're, we are um, open to, to negotiation on the equity, and they're like, your, your numbers are just so far off here, Amut. How the fuck can Tesla lose money every year, which they seem to do, and they're still apparently worth billions and billions and billions? If it's not making any money, how much can something be worth? I don't understand. Um, it's, so yeah, it's I need a little explanation. Bit like the Leonardo da Vinci's Mona Lisa, you know? It's like hmm. it's like the one of what, them. A, a mediocre painting that everybody wets themselves about. You know? Yeah, it's that is it. It's it's hype. It's 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 at the number. It's okay. So it's in all of the trackers now. Mm. It didn't used to be. It's just got into the S and P five hundred, which is the big yeah. tracker. And it, you can't be in that unless you make a profit. So apparently they've made a profit, or at least shown that they've made one or something. Hmm. That means that people who buy index funds, which is most people who get an exposure to the entire stock market, pick up. Tesla just automatically now. See, I've, I've completely lost me. I don't know what trackers or index markets or portfolios or any of that. Looks shit. like I came back just in time. Let me oh. uh, let me educate <laughs> you guys a little bit it'll, on index. There's a lot of reasons. Trackers. A lot of people believe that electric cars are the future. A lot of people like we've apparently now got to have all cars be electric in the UK by 20, 2030. 2030. I think yeah. it's the yeah. So my my daughter said. Well, when this this really smelly van went past the other day, we were on the way to school, and she said, "Don't worry, Daddy. By 2030, all cars will be electric." I said, "I don't think that's going to work." I yeah, said, I think no, they're going to say all new cars. Will yes, be that's right. They're not going to manufacture. Right. Um, so it'll be another 20 or 30 years after that that you generally don't see uh, crusty old bangers. Well, out. and the thing is, though, this date's changed a couple of times already. Apart from Lewis's mum, it'll Hooray! keep getting pushed back because. It's too it's 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 too much of a, a big sweeping change to be I done in like that, ten years time. <laughs> I missed that my mum joke. That was a good one. Cheers, but yeah, buddy. all right, Sips. Like I and I think I think people are <laughs> I missed the assume. mum joke. Can you repeat it? I, I don't think I can. Lewis, your mum is okay, isn't she? Before I make a mum joke. Across the old banger. Yeah, oh she's God. doing all right. Did you like the whoa? I did. I like the slide <laughs> whistle style. You gotta chuck one of those Boop. in there. Uh, I love those little cute noises. No, I, I think, I think, like, I think people are banking on America and and China and the people voting with their wallets and buying electric cars, right? I think people, I think that the, that's where the market's going. The youth, the youth of today, who are going to be buying the next generation of cars, people invest in companies that they think will do well in the future. And I think people think Tesla's going to do really well and hmm. make loads of money and be really that big and sense. be the next Uber. And I'm sure there's some speculation, but also, you know, it's it's some, among the, the ranks of the biggest companies right. in the world. I think it's like it? mostly 500 billion? speculation, right? I mean, 500, crazy. 500 billion. Yeah, billion. it's mad. A it's billion. Billions. Just take a billion and then get 500, 500 billions. Yeah. Oh, the numbers are just astonishing. It's a big number. A billion is a very big number. People people don't realize. It's a big number, guys. Billion is the uh, is the new million, right? When I was a kid, million dollars with interest rates and stuff, you could live you could live off the interest no problem. Um but now you you kind of like can't live off a million, right? Like, well, I think one of the saying. reasons is there's no fucking interest anymore. Well, there hasn't yeah, been an interest is, rate for like, like 20 years. Reason. But also, uh, obviously, everything just costs a lot more than it did 
like 30 years ago or 35 years ago or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like uh, it's, it's crazy to think that what used to be this huge number uh, that everybody wanted is like still big. Don't get me wrong. But um, like if you, if you won a million dollars and you were like, I don't know, 30, uh, you probably wouldn't be able to live off of that million right. dollars. That's the not rest the rest of your, of your life there, for sure. Yeah. Anyone that thinks it is has never tried to buy a house. No, yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah, it's crazy. And house, if you if you look at what the interest house alone on that would will be, wipe out half, if not more. Right, of that. and then and then there goes your interest and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, eh? it's interesting to like, yeah, like well, that's that's part of. But a billion is so far away from that, and then oh, five hundred yeah. billion is yeah. like again. Uh, just so so far away it's what is that thing about how long you'd have to if to count to a million would take you hang on i'll look i don't think up. anyone's going to turn down a million dollars and i think a million no. dollars will put you on a path to being comfortable for the rest of your what life if, what if uh what if you got a million dollars but you had to play five hours of raid shadow legends every day for the rest of your life for the million would you do it so let, let me give you an idea here if you wanted to count to a million like every one second is one number i love so one, that question six that's so good shadow legend. i know one mil- if you counted to a million it'd take you 11 and a half days if you counted to a billion it would take you 31 and three quarter years that's the difference between to try the two, and count right? from a million yeah. to a billion no no to count from zero to a billion would take you that long like that's the difference between a million is 11 and a half days and a billion is 31 and three quarter years. That's how Sorry, big counting the difference oh, is. Yeah, that's a lot. 11 and a half days. If yeah. you just went one, two, three, like one second per, then it would take you that long. Jeez. You, that's so crazy. That it is take crazy. You 30 yeah. years to count you, to a billion. Yeah, yeah. I take and it back. Days the billion, billion isn't the new million. Yeah. I'd say 10 million is the new one million, right? I think that's a bit more. So how long would it take you to count to 500 billion? Well, geez, 500 times longer. as long as th- yeah. 30 days. So, so, so let me just run the math here, actually. Um, okay, I'll just carry uh, let me seven think. So here and then times. a couple of repeating numbers so 1,500 here. years. I think it's going to take uh, 8,000 and so if you started uh, counting 85 years to Back count in the it. dark ages, you'd be able, you just have got to 500 billion now. Yeah. Oh, God. See, I mean... But the only reason these numbers can even exist is because we don't we use digital currency, right? No one's got five hundred billion dollars. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I mean, how much? How much cash? How much cash in Britain? How much physical cash? How much physical cash has ever been printed? Ever? Oh my! Currently, less than three percent of our medium exchange in the UK is physical cash. 97% 97% is electronic commercial bank money. Yeah, I guess loans and debt and that all that stuff just makes more of it, doesn't it, as well? So in the so, US, so there's $1.5 trillion dollars in physical currency. I guess there's always been a lot of paper, of, of a lot of the idea of money, not necessarily actual money. Well, and think about, uh, I mean, that's that's what they can count, right? Think of all those pallets of like shrink-wrapped stacks of <laughs> bills that like drug dealers have in their warehouses and stuff <laughs> too, right? <laughs> oh, I guess no, that already has been counted, right? It's, yeah. it's well, they know like how much they've printed. More not fully in circulation, I mean, maybe. Because yeah, but they know how much they've printed. You can yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I guess wealth is different, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, you're not putting... A f- when you're valuing a company, you're not value. That's not worth that much. That that's not creating money. Effectively, it's 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 what people. It's like create. It's like digging gold out of the ground. That that gold is worth something, but it's not factored in. Like you don't print an equal amount of money when you 
dig some gold out of the ground, right? Or when you build a house, you don't print some money to match it, right? I mean, that's why we're not on the gold standard, are we? So no. it used to be that the money was actually equivalent to gold. And some people are like, that's what we should go back to. And that's a really bad idea. It's a terrible idea for, for so many reasons. Um, but, and it's, yeah, it never, it's never really worked for a long time. But then again, the currency supplies that we have around the world don't work super well a lot of the time anyway, because of various other issues with things. Like you know, but we we got the we're doing the best we can. Everyone's I'm sure everyone's doing the best they can <laughs> yeah. out there. And I, well, I for we're one, keeping our say, peckers well up done. as much well, as we can out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say to all these politicians. You know, keep your pecker up. <laughs> yeah, keep your peckers up. <laughs> doing a, you're doing a because fairly mediocre job, but we're getting f- through. We're just sliding <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah, it's fine. You're doing the probably the bare minimum you can to hold on by the skin of your teeth to a fairly <laughs> shitty job working. With probably assholes. Um, <laughs> this is know, good luck to you. Good luck. That's good my luck motto. That is my motto. I've got that printed above my bed. I wake up every morning. <laughs> keep keep being mediocre. Yeah, just then people won't notice you. Do you know what I mean? I was talking to Daff the other day, and we had this guy come in as like an intern. Oh, Lewis, good morning. I'm Daff. Can I make you a cup of tea? Well, that's that's Daff. Daff's the best employee we've ever had, by the way. He He's, actually is. Actually is. <laughs> he lovely. actually is. Um, and we had this guy come in uh, and do sort of, and what he would do is he would sort of, he was finish, he would finish whatever we asked him to do. Well, he wasn't on my team, so I didn't really do this. This is secondhand, but apparently we finished his task or whatever he was given, and then just sit there like silently um and people would note notice me like, are you all right and he was like yep and then that was it so it's like an hour would go i two hours to go by and you'd be like do you need do you need some help it's like oh i, I finished the task so i'm just waiting i'm like okay so uh, do you need a new task yes okay well okay, we, okay well we could do that and so it was very odd and this sort of kept happening because normally i guess people would just browse reddit or just trying to look busy or fake right. looking busy. He didn't know how to fake. Or go and just meander around the kitchen or walk around the office. Just just like if you work in a big office, you might just walk around and talk to people and just, you know, uh, say, oh, um, no, what do you think of this? And, you know, just waste <laughs> time. Right? There's a, I'm reading a book called Bullshit Jobs by a guy called David Graeber. He's really interesting. He, he's an anarchist, so he's a bit of a nut, but he's, he's very, very funny. Um, and it's about... How many jobs out there are bullshit jobs where you just do nothing? And he's got all these, he got all these people to send him accounts of their terrible jobs. Oh, gosh. Wow. Excuse right. me. And there's like uh, a guy <laughs> whose job it's is. Better to, out than in. The, there's literally the, uh, the, this, uh, this woman spends months and months working at this company. Uh, producing like holiday brochures before she realizes that the company is actually a scam and she hasn't done anything. She's never seen the magazine that they're meant to be producing, nothing. Right. She managed to do it for six months and she was like, how bullshit must my job be if I I work there and I didn't even realize we weren't doing anything? Like that's, that's grim. And it's, it's like how many jobs exist purely, like he said um, in the past, like medieval times, you had all these people that were employed as footmen who just stood around and sort of looked impressive. Uh, and they did nothing. I mean, they didn't do anything. They just were there. Um, and how many jobs essentially are managers needing people so that they look important? Uh, it's a very interesting book, uh, and I recommend it. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I think there is an art to surviving in these ga- in these games as well, right? Like, um, and, and seeing through the, the scammy boss nature of the way people... I think I've spoken to some people who, I don't know, some people who sort of found these jobs online, went into the place, it felt a bit scammy. 
the guy worked them really hard for like a week and then fired them all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. With some yeah. bullshit excuse. You know, it was it was almost like he needed a bunch of chumps for a job and he made them all these promises, you know. Yeah. And obviously people want to impress him and get a full-time job there. And so they work hard for the first week. And his strategy was that, oh, I'm just going to employ people for a very short time, you know, steal any creativity they have, uh, any ideas they have for my project, and then fire them and get new people in. It was very odd, very very exploitative, kind of slightly seedy. Some people don't give a shit. Gross boss. They just, they're happy to be terrible people. If it means they might make a tiny bit of money. Yeah. yeah. That's life. I think I'm a bit old fashioned in this sense because I still believe that like uh, honest, honest work for honest pay, you know, like if I'm walking down the the lane and somebody says to me, hey, you come dig a hole and I dig the hole, I'll do it for a nickel and a glass of cold lemonade. And I feel <laughs> I feel <laughs> satisfied <laughs> with that well, exchange. Well, these post-depression times are very tough. You know, so I've spent two hours digging a hole dig that road. without my shirt on. Um, and and I've been paid appropriately. And I've been given a little bonus as well. What was the bonus? My life expectancy is probably about 20 years. You look like years. a hardworking young man with a foot full of spunk and vigor and the youth of today. Yeah. Do you want to earn a nickel working for me? Uh, uh, me? An entrepreneur of the times. <laughs> me, an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. We've got this new material that everyone's going crazy about. It's called asbestos. Dig this ditch. There's a, a moon pie and a hand job in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What happened to those days? I want those ones back. You know, when you could just like leave your house on any given day, walk down the street, and somebody just gives you some sort of job to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't get that been, anymore. What like? I mean, I think there is. It's just you, you, they, they use immigrants. Like they, I know that in, in a lot of parts of America, if you have labor jobs to do, you go, there's like a street corner. You go there and there'll be a bunch of uh, immigrants there and you pick them up in a van and they do the job and you pay them cash. I thought that was just in the movies and TV shows. No, it's, it's, it's a real they thing. They all hang out around a coffee shop and you just pull up and say, hey, I need a gardener. And then beep, beep, need eight people today. And the first eight lads on the van get paid. That's pretty much it. Jesus. Okay, well, maybe uh, I take it all back then. I guess these we're still we we these these jobs still exist. Do they get a cold lemonade too? Do you think? Or? Of course. All oh, right. Well, perfect. I would but expect that was part of the deal. No hand job. Like I a nice tea, maybe. It's, well, it's cash in hand. It's, hand, yeah. it's a cash, cash in hand, hand job. I guess that's what they mean it's when cool. they say cash in hand. They mean cash in my hand. Cold bottle Please. of suds. Cash your dick in my hand. Wink. Yeah. Well, I take it all back. I, um, I, I honestly, I know what you're talking about, but I just thought that was like a, a movie thing. You know, I thought that was no. a bit of a, a trope thing. I didn't realize that that actually. I happened. think you have to be a certain kind of person to drive up to a bunch of people hanging around outside a, a hardware store and roll the window down and like I don't know, like you're picking up a prostitute and yeah. say, oh, I'll have that one feel. at the back and, and that that tall guy. You, and- how much can you lift? Much. <laughs> Get in. Okay. It's, it is I don't know how much how much this happens really, but I, I guess I guess there is a time when you know the boiler's playing up, and I wish I could just drive to a hardware store. There's an out of work you know boiler man there, and he's wearing the British gas uh, hat and stuff. And you're like you. Get in, hiring you for the day. And you, he does the boiler. You're like, there's a leaky pipe under here, which be, could you fix that? And the shower head's just like a bit, a bit sort of gunged up. Do you think I need a new one? Or 
because I can't get the old one off. Do you know what I mean? Just get mm. get all those odd jobs done, and then as soon as he's done, you give him a lemonade, quick hand job, <laughs> yeah, and out the door. Why a hand job? Do you give job? him the hand job, or does he give you the hand job? I think I can't just remember. the lemonade. No, no, I mean honestly. it's paying. You're paying him cash in hand. Remember, so you pay him. Oh. It's cash so I guess, and I guess you can choose whether you give the handjob or receive the handjob. Well, do you, you want good people? Then you better get busy. That's all I'm saying. You better start working those muscles. Oh, man, I see. Oh, I assume online has replaced a lot of this stuff. Um, I don't know, because it implies that they kind have of, to have the internet. What kind of jobs like, can you do online, though? Like data inputting and... Um, scamming. Scamming. Gold farming, Bitcoin mining. But also, I mean, the online's replaced the the back the back pages of the yeah. local newspaper, where there would be man with a van, you know, able to. You got Craigslist, haven't you? So well, yeah. I, I feel like Craigslist. You can is set up like a, an eBay account fucking... and sell like your old stuff too. You might have like some old napkins, or I don't know, an, a, an old sandwich oh, that looks like Jesus, or whatever they sell on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly it, yeah. It's the Jesus-shaped stuff. Yeah. Pack seen. of happy twenty-two um, napkins. Pokemon cards that are worth like forty grand and stuff. Three plastic rulers. Incubus album scratched. Yeah, it's like <laughs> random, <laughs> random shit, isn't it? It really is. One yeah. used tissue. <laughs> Five dollars. <laughs> it's really not that. Yeah. I think a lot of people just use eBay as uh, shit Amazon. Um, they just resell stuff on there because it's just another place to get vision on your product, right? I know. I mean, I know a bunch of people that have had eBay stores. My friend had one, but uh, he used to buy Lego, bulk secondhand Lego or charity shop Lego. And then on eBay, he had a store and you could customize which bricks you wanted. So if you just wanted 10 of the little tour bricks in purple or whatever, he could do that. So you would literally select exactly what you wanted from his store page and then they would post it and they would make like a fraction of a profit on each Lego sale. Yeah, so Lego do but, do this. You could actually yeah. do that on Lego but now. But that's extremely time-consuming, yeah. low-profit Oh, my work. God, isn't it? And you've got to have an absolutely massive like warehouse space for all the little parts, right, to hold on to it all. And also, like, buying up... Re- I mean, you've got to understand that most Lego on the internet I say most, but a good proportion of it's probably been played with by kids and their sticky fingers. And yeah. I don't really want to be buying used Lego on no. eBay because it feels like, I guess most Lego people are quite clean, but but also kids. And so, I don't know, just the, the idea of it all being covered in jam. I think the most I depressing it, it, like, smells funny. I've ever so seen in a, my life. I guess he has to run a bath and like soap all the Lego up and wash know. it and then dry it on a towel. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm going into the whole idea my, of um, buying secondhand Lego and selling it out of your house. Like, yeah, oh. it's, it's grim. My friend's, it's grim. My friend's dog took a shit one time and inside oh. the shit there was one of those two brick Legos. That, that was depressing. Like it, right. it passed through his whole stomach and everything. <laughs> Come out in his shit. Just one of Who's those. Whose phone little, is that? Oh, it's mine. Sorry. <laughs> He's just leaving it. I gotta leave it. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can't disturb. I the, was like, um, it was carried on. I was like, is it what? Is it? Is it my phone? Is it someone? Is no, no, someone else's in it's my mine, house? It's mine. I told. I told okay. the guy to email me. I don't know why he's calling me again, but there you go. Is this is who's so you just who, don't answer? Yeah. Is this was this the guy wow. you picked up from um, before? To yeah. Do your to do your hand job. 
No, no, yeah. it's um because I've told you guys that we're trying to get our loft converted, right? Yeah, many times. Oh, right. Is yeah. it finally happening? It's like it's getting there. It's not. It's not straightforward at all. It turns out. Oh. When we had ours done, it was a huge production. Yeah. Like it took months. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I, I might have here. to. Family might have to stay with you in the shed for a while. They've dug up you know. um, part of my driveway and they've cut out part of my deck in my backyard at the two corners of the house because they have to inspect the foundations. They right. Oh my God, dr- are they going to put pillars up? Um, no, I don't think they need to. They just need to see how far down the uh, the foundation goes. To see. I believe it was a reference to the foundation yeah. of the earth being placed. Ro- I know, I, yeah, I know, I know, okay. I know. Mm. You glossed over it so quickly. It I, I know, I'm just done with that. I'm really like done with that conversation. That's why I just wanted to move, <laughs> no, no, that's fair. move Let's quickly, on. quickly on. <laughs> he's on to, he's on to the stress <laughs> yeah. of this fucking roof. <laughs> so they have to they have to inspect the foundations because um, in order for the loft to to go in and and have some stairs going up to it and stuff they basically have to reconfigure my my roof like it's like yeah. A, yeah. like it's like a truss or something i can't remember what it's called they, so at the moment your roof will be like a triangle right it is yeah so well, they're they, gonna put they, some dormers they, they in and flatten shit. they yeah. flatten it out so it becomes like a sloping on one side and then it should be a flat roof that ends in a flat wall rather than a sloping. Yeah. Because that that's like the otherwise there's no fucking space up there. Like they they flatten it out. Yeah. And then you can you put your room up there. Well but when they did ours, we had there's obviously no stairs going up to the loft. Yeah. And the where we had the stairs in the house meant they had to remove a staircase, which is the most mind-boggling thing when they do it, uh, especially because the staircase was just in a supporting wall. So they had to remove the entire middle wall of the house. Yeah. And the stairs. And all, all the brickwork, everything that, that was there, prop it up with these big sort of um, pillars, pole, metal poles that they just crank up there yeah. temporarily to hold the fucking house up. And then they put steel beams in, in a sort of eight, not an H, but like an H if the top bit of the H was missing. Yeah. What, what shape would that be? Like a goal, like a football goal. Yeah. That's it. And those steels weigh like tons. That's it. That's what they're doing it's unbelievable. in ours as well. And that's why they have to make sure that the foundation can support the, the, the yeah. extra weight and stuff. So it's like, it's it's fairly complicated, but I mean, it it's is. been approved and everything, but it's just the structural engineer needs to come in and do his stuff. So that was him on the phone. It's like, it's, well, it's, it, it was, it's interesting, uh, but it's really really it's scary yeah it's really convoluted process but yeah you're you're banking on these people knowing what they're doing because you don't <laughs> want your house to collapse in on you right. one day uh, yeah which is it, kind of it weird. is scary yeah it's scary because they they literally cut open your house like to its most personal sort of points and you're like damn they, yeah there's nothing left like they've they, really opened up my house here if it, it does feel a little uh well i just uh, hope they don't dig down too far and expose my um weird dark creepy sex dungeon that i've got um they're, they're deep it, in dude. the foundations <laughs> of my house um when they were drilling you. the driveway i was very anxious that all of a sudden they were going to i could hear the disco music and at one point i thought they drilled too far down and i saw like some neon light coming out but <laughs> i think oh it, yeah mate what you got there is just you got the skeletons of bows just lying around what you need to do is you need to dig a bit deeper and concrete them over you know otherwise you get the smell coming up yeah you know well, i had a really weird dream about uh digging in my neighborhood right it was like because at, at, at night you know sometimes oh my at god night, that sounds like the most 80s tv <laughs> show ever yeah <laughs> It's like a Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> the, at night, if you if you're lying there unable to sleep, sometimes you'll hear very strange, distant city noises. Yeah, 
something's happening. Like sometimes from Heathrow, a plane will go out that sounds like none of the other planes. And I'm like, damn, like, it's a, what that's is that the, that's, what, that's when they get the UFOs out. That's what I'm thinking. But so sometimes at night, you'll, I'll hear really weird, distant construction sounds. And I thought I was lying there sort of dreaming, half, half imagining, like a lucid dream. What if they're digging a tunnel to hell? Man. Imagine this nice though, so Flax. No you hear those construction sounds, okay, and you think that it's in real life, but what if it's the little dream dwarfs in your mind? That's also what worries me. Constructing your dreams. Oh, uh, there was a Twilight Zone episode. Uh, there was a Twilight Zone episode where people come in and di- and di- sort of remove the old stuff from your time bit as you're moving forward in time. Yeah, and they construct the next bit yeah so sometimes when you lose something and then find it again and you're like i'm sure i left it there and you go away and you come back and then it's there it's because they forgot to put your keys back when they were quickly changing over so time is like a series of boxes and when you move forward from one box to another the the deconstructors come in and remove all the furniture and trash everything and then go off and create the next box Fuck. Uh, beyond the one you're in and i thought damn that's like that's a really cool concept but this couple gets stuck there and they've seen it oh and they're like yeah you you, get, you, you know the truth now so you're stuck here forever exposed, it was a really yeah. weirdo episode yeah but yeah the box flat explains a lot no it's like it's, it's just a visualization it's not you're not actually in a box but the guy explained he was like imagine if you're in like we construct your bit of time and then once that starts to decay the, and you move time forward in time i don't know it's time time's a string right it's like a one-dimensional no, yeah, but thing. Well, no, it, we can only perceive it moving in one direction, right? But, I mean, that, that was the whole point of the film uh, Arrival, was that the, the, those aliens could perceive time as the enti- in its entirety. Like, they were fourth-dimensional beings, so they could travel at will, mentally, forwards and backwards through time, whereas we can only travel in one direction. I watched a video about this the other day. Yeah. Imagine if you were one-dimensional beings and two people had an argument and one of them said i'm leaving i'm never coming back and walked away they would eventually come back around to the other person they'd be like how did this happen was well, because they're actually living on a sphere but they can't perceive it because they are one dimensional so they think that their universe is just flat one direction that's it so we are three dimensional but when we we can't perceive time we just experience it because it's it's a dimension so we can't perceive the beginning and the end and and all the rest of it, we can only perceive one bit of it at a time. But if we were four-dimensional beings, we could move around in time at will. Which would be a completely different experience in the same yeah, way be that nutty. being a, be pure a, a, nutty, man. a 2D organism would be, again, very a very different experience. Like in terms I mean, of, we can't imagine it because we're three-dimensional. Yeah, I saw a lot of that stuff, like being three dimensions, looking into two dimensions. And it's like everything's like a, an amoeba, right? It's got little... It's got little it's like a little blood cell so it's got you can see the little edge of it and then it's got all its insides and whenever i thought about going from four dimensions to three dimensions i was like can they see inside us do you know what i mean like that was the that was the thing that i was like in my can head can you see inside us the amoeba people in four dimensions can oh. they see inside us no i guess not no because, because the, the the three dimensions are still the three dimensions it's just that the, the fourth dimension would be time as a, by our understanding so they would be able to perceive all Time. Do you remember at the end of uh, Interstellar? Yeah. So the the beings there who were, you know, they built something inside the black hole. To them, time is like a thing that they can construct and you can go backwards and forwards in it, no problemo to any point and sort of interfere with it. Um, Because he goes back in time and sends a message by tapping the 
Sorry for the multiple spoilers this episode. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> if you're planning on watching, if you haven't seen these movies, P Flex, they're still very watchable because P Flex is talking about the kind of yeah. slightly odd, complex concepts that aren't really very well accepted in terms of you know actual science. But carry on. Kind of interesting well, to think though, if what Lewis was saying about a four dimensional being being able to see inside of a three dimensional being. That would mean that if they looked inside my friend's dog, they would see that two um, brick piece of Lego in his <laughs> gutty works it. before he shit it out. Um, it would well, be I guess in, they would in there. because they because they could see time, and so they, yeah. they would see him. They would be able to see him eating. Would have, they would have seen him eating it and shitting it at the same time. Wow! Or potentially, Arrival has a really good example of how you could actually live that way. In that her, she's in she's in one period of time in the in the past. And um, a guy says something. He says it's a zero-sum game. It's a zero-sum, non-zero-sum equation is used in a conversation. And in the future, she has a conversation with her daughter where her daughter asks, um, what is that term for when something is you know, balanced and, and all the rest of it? And she's like, uh, no, I don't know. And she's like, she travels back into the past to remember that phrase and then goes back into the future and reminds and tells her daughter non-zero-sum game. And you sort of think, wow, that was weird. But when you watch the movie again, you realize that she's begun traveling across her whole lifespan, all the time that she has and ever experiences. She can travel to any point and she can use things from the past to 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 change uh, or remind wow. herself of things in the future. It's very that cool. went completely over my head. If you saw the movie, you'd understand. What's the yeah, movie called? Yeah, I did. Called? I've seen it like twice, and I didn't even realize that. Oh, really? Was happening. Yeah. Arrival oh. is it called? It's brilliant. Yeah, uh, it's about the, these aliens arrive. You know, hence the, the name of the film. <laughs> in a big and, egg. I get it. Yes, but, but they're they're all over the world, and they speak this weird language that they can't understand. It's all pictograms and sort of circular ink splots, um, and. As she begins to learn their language, she starts to have these weird experiences where she suddenly sees a child she's never seen before or a person she's never seen before, and she starts to realize you know, that some, something strange is happening to her. As well as her past. Right. Yeah. So what's happening is, as she begins to understand their language, she begins to move to be able to perceive time as they do, which is as a circle with no beginning or end. It's just that the start of your life and the end of your life represent the, the ends of those circles, but you can move to any point on that track. So she knows that she's going to have a daughter and she also knows that her daughter is going to die and does it anyway. And when she tells her husband this, he's livid and storms off. So the film starts and we think she's just a divorcee but she's, whose, whose daughter has died. But of course, that hasn't happened yet. That is the literally the biggest spoiler in the entire film. I'm so right. sorry. I've forgotten it completely. Yeah. And I think it may have even gone over my head. I'll check time. it out, though. That sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I was I was I'd recommend I've it. I've been watching the Queen's Queen's Gambit recently. Oh, Queen's Gambit was great. Yeah, I'm almost done. I've I got two it. episodes left, but um I've really enjoyed it. I thought I think I it's can really recommend good. it as well. You can yeah, play I her thought, on chess.com. Elizabeth you? Harmon. You can play her. So that the, the ch they programmed the chess bot to play like her. All right. And uh and it, it uh, plays like her. Because all the games are based on real games of chess. Yeah. Um, yes. there's, a, there's a YouTuber called Agadmator who does um an analysis of chess games, both current and historic. I watched a couple of videos. They've, they've gone super viral. He's as well. brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's obviously like a, a fairly, a fairly, fairly professional chess player who makes yeah, he's these good. analysis videos. Some of them are a little bit skippable, um, but, but generally like really interesting stuff. And the, the whole TV series, it, you don't have to know about chess to watch it. And it doesn't oh, not really go into detail about the chess beyond like, you know, it, almost like you don't even really have to 
pay attention to the chess games. It's, it's more about, oh, she's... The, the commentator's like, oh, she's stuck in this position. What's she going to do? Do you know what I mean? That, that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's, got, it's, it's, it's good because it subverts your expectations. Like it's not, it's not, it's not what you expect it's <sighs> going to be at all. I was expecting any minute for the subplot to pop up that would be fucking dull and shitty, and it it just didn't. I was happen. constantly expecting the tropes to hit. You know, yeah. because she she goes into an orphanage. You're expecting all these things to happen that you're being conditioned through decades of television to be like, right. oh yeah, at an orphanage, this is going to happen. Yeah. And it doesn't happen, and you're like, okay. And then she's like, she goes to this thing, and you're like, okay, at this thing this is going to happen and it doesn't happen. And you're like, right. oh. and it's constantly almost, it's constantly almost a relief. Almost, right. That it's exactly. Not- exactly. I was yeah. so relieved. I was like, they didn't fuck it up, which is a shame because that's not a very positive thing to say about a show, but it is good. Yeah, no. It's better than just, no, at but least it's good they didn't because fuck it It's up. just not fallen. It's almost like someone, they haven't had that asshole in charge. Who's like, but hey, we got we got an orphanage here. Why ain't we? Why ain't we got an abuse of children going on? Let's get some right. abusing going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you like, know what I mean? you like know, her like, relationship with her adopted mother. I thought that was going to be that her mother was like, "No girls play chess." Yeah, and that would be like the whole I, I thing really would be her struggling with that. Actually, it was, it was brilliant. It was really her, well I done. thought her and her mum was great. Yeah. I mean, they were obviously it was kind of a toxic. They enabled each other to be terrible alcoholics, and and you know. But they, you, you could tell that they, they were We're both just kind of on the spoilers here because it's like it's if you haven't watched it, do do so because I recommend it. Yeah. I, I really it enjoyed good. it, and I, I think just it, it's enough to say that it subverted my expectations. Absolutely, and, and that is rare, rare enough. God, on television, it feels like these days. Um, like, don't, don't, be honest. You know, when she's in the basement very early on, learning to play chess with that old guy. I, I was. I really assume oh, this guy's going to fucking molest her, isn't he? Like that. That's what's going to happen. That's this is going to suck. Yeah, it, like, it and sucks I was like, Thank God. that our brains go there. I know. Well, that's it's just the, because most most of those settings um, are are lead ups to that kind of thing happening in most movies and TV shows and stuff, right? It's, exactly. it's like a conditioning. Like we're we're just used to used to those settings. Lazy, shitty yeah. TV and films. Yeah, yeah. It's refreshing to see a different side of things. Yeah, you know, I think that's that's it, it was great, um, and I recommend it. Yeah. What else you guys been watching? You got, what, what should he? What should he? Daytime TV, um, What should he? Crappy movies. Again, I don't watch daytime TV. I I watched uh, a film called Dark Waters with Mark oh. Ruffalo. Uh, kind of boring, in all honesty. Like it's about a guy who uh, he's a lawyer for a big city firm, and but he's from like fucking West Virginia or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, city boy now, are you? Come on back and help me with my poisoned cows. And he's like, I can't help you with your poisoned cows. I'm a busy lawyer. And they're like, oh, look how bad my cows are all, they got sores on them and they're all sick. He's like, oh, okay, I'll have a look. And they, it's like, it's a true story. So it's actually kind of not that dramatic. Um, and it's all about how DuPont chemicals dump stuff in the oceans and I didn't realize this, but Teflon, when they made Teflon, it was like this miracle product. If if you want to know any miracle product made in the 50s or 60s is going to kill us all. Like, that's pretty much the way it is. <laughs> right, So yeah. Teflon is like, they made they invented Teflon. It's like a long chain of carbons with one fluoride atom in it or something. And it's fucking indestructible. And it exists in like 99.9% of all living things on Earth now because of the way they dumped Teflon it's in them, apparently. That's what it says at the end of the film. And that's true. And I was like, okay, that fucking sucks. That's- Humans are full of things, though. Like, we've got loads of microplastics well, we're not meant in to us. Be. We're not we got meant loads to loads of dodgy stuff in us. We've got loads of heavy metals in us. Like, we're not meant to be. That's all- the point, isn't it? 
And it's almost impossible to get it out, right? Because new humans are born from other humans who are full of all this stuff. And so, you know, you get a baby and even a baby's born with, you know, microplastics. Yeah, you, all these non-stick, plastic-filled babies are being born Scary all over the shit, fucking dude. place. This is some sci-fi dystopian yeah. shit. Like they find, they, they, I've seen them go find, they, they, they take samples from the, the deep ocean of animals and they've got like plastic in them. Because it just filters down to the low levels, and these it gets in these tiny prawns and shit down there. They've got plastic in them. They've probably got fucking Teflon in there as well. God damn! What's going to happen? We're eating those, and we're eating those. And we're eating those. Those are the good ones to get because you can trawl those off the bottom of the fucking sea. Do you know what I mean? Right. right. They're the tasty ones. I think the big takeaway here, ladies and gentlemen, is don't eat Teflon. It's uh, if well, you've you can't all, help you've it already got enough in, in your pan. You don't need when more. When you fry up your food in your Teflon pan, you're eating it. Sit. That's true. Actually, you got to yeah. use a microwave. That's true. This is the solution. No, 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 no. <laughs> but um, hey, listen, I got to go. Oh, oh yeah. shit! I'm sorry. Okay, we have to got to go. Ha- we, well, we have to do a, a quick one today. But um, this is the very first uh, Christmas Triforce. Uh, we'll, we'll do another one next week. I mean, me and Lewis could carry on for a bit, but I guess that would be awkward. Oh, no, let's not do that. That's going to be some weird, weird date. It's like, yeah. you know, this isn't the, Sorry, the if you don't, don't want to hang out with me, that's cool. No. I understand. I understand. I'm insufferable. I, I see why you wouldn't want to. Uh, it's just one of those <laughs> Thank things. Thank you for listening to the Triforce podcast. Thank you. Oh, this is, this is good. It was a good one. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. Take Bye. it easy. Bye-bye-bye. Bye.